It's Thursday, January 12th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Good Will Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today. And uh, we are going to be in Second Chronicles, but the reason we're in Second Chronicles is we're looking at the background of the life of Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah, um, he prophesied during the reign of four different kings. And last week, we looked at Uzziah, Jotham, and Ahaz. This week and into Monday of next week, I think, we're looking really at the life of Hezekiah as described in Second Chronicles, because this is where Isaiah does a lot of his work. And so let's look together uh, first at Isaiah 1, verse 1. It says this, The vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem that Isaiah son of Amos saw during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. In the life of Hezekiah, king of Judah, we've made it all the way to chapter 31, verse 2, and I'm going to read for us the rest of chapter 31, and we're going to learn something I think that's pretty helpful in our life with Jesus today. So if you haven't been with us up to this point, that's okay. Um, I just pray that today you'll receive uh, a word of the Lord that is encouraging, that is profitable for, for teaching you, for reproving you, for correcting you, for training you up in righteousness. Isaiah chapter 31, sorry, 2 Chronicles chapter 31, starting in verse 2. Hezekiah assigned the priests and Levites to divisions, each of them according to their duties as priests or Levites, to offer burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, to minister, to give thanks, and to sing praises at the gates of the Lord's dwelling. The king contributed from his own possessions for the morning and evening burnt offerings and for the burnt offerings on the Sabbaths, at the new moon, and at the appointed festivals as written in the law of the Lord. He ordered the people living in Jerusalem to give the portion due the priests and Levites so they could devote themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the order went out, the Israelites generously gave the first fruits of their grain, new wine, olive oil, and honey, and all that the fields produced. They brought a great amount, a tithe of everything. The people of Israel and Judah who lived in the towns of Judah also brought a tithe of their herds and flocks and a tithe of the holy things dedicated to the Lord their God, and they piled them in heaps. They began doing this in the third month and finished in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and his officials came and saw the heaps, they praised the Lord and blessed his people Israel. Hezekiah asked the priests and Levites about the heaps, and Azariah, the chief priest from the family of Zadok, answered, Since the people began to bring their contributions to the temple of the Lord, we've had plenty to eat and plenty to spare, because the Lord has blessed his people, and this great amount is left over. Sorry, turning the page. Hezekiah gave orders to prepare storerooms in the temple of the Lord, and this was done. Then they faithfully brought in the contributions, tithes, and dedicated gifts. Kananiah, a Levite, was the overseer in charge of these things, and his brother Shimei was next in rank. Jehiel, Azaziah, Nahath, Azahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, Ismachiah, Mehoth, and Benaniah were assistants to Kananiah and Shimei, his brother. All these served by appointment of King Hezekiah and Azariah, the official in charge of the temple of God. Kor, son of Imnah, the Levite, keeper of the east gate, was in charge of the freewill offerings given to God, distributing the contributions made to the Lord and also the consecrated gifts. Eden, Menaniamon, Jeshua, Shemaiah, 
Amariah, and Shechaniah assisted him faithfully in the towns of the priests, distributing to their fellow priests according to their divisions, old and young alike. In addition, they distributed to the males three years old or more whose names were in the genealogical records, all who would enter the temple of the Lord to perform the daily duties of the various tasks, according to their responsibilities and their divisions. And they distributed to the priests enrolled by their families in the genealogical records, and likewise to the Levites twenty years old or more, according to their responsibilities and their divisions. They included all the little ones, the wives, and the sons and daughters of the whole community listed in these genealogical records, for they were faithful in consecrating themselves. As for the priests, the descendants of Aaron who lived on the farmlands around their towns or in any other towns, men were designated by name to distribute portions to every male among them and to all who were recorded in the genealogies of the Levites. This is what Hezekiah did throughout Judah, doing what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God. In everything that he undertook in the service of God's temple and in obedience to the law and the commands, he sought his God and worked wholeheartedly, and so he prospered. It's a remarkable story of generosity, really. He's established the priesthood, and, and he wants to make sure that the regular sacrificial life of Jerusalem is reestablished. He gives himself, he gives from his own storehouses, his own wealth. Other leaders give of their wealth. And then the people are encouraged, the people of Israel say, give to the work of the temple, give to the Lord. And they all do so much so that there are heaps and piles of gifts given for the sake of worship, for the, for the Lord and for his temple. And then the temple then distributes all of this money to care for all of those in the community who have need. You know, tithing is a part of our worship life together as a church, and it's often misunderstood. It's often seen as something, oh, as an obligation. I have to give to the church. This is how the church pays people. This is how, you know, or this is how the church keeps the lights on. Or we tithe because then God will love us. He'll like us. No, none of that. We give to the Lord out of the generosity of what he's given to us. His generosity provokes our generosity. And what is his generosity? It's, it's, it really is all wrapped up in Jesus. He's given us eternal life, forgiveness from sins, his own spirit that we might grow and be sanctified. He's given us one another in the church. He's given us his word. He's given us his creation. He's given us so much. You see, as Christians, we are overwhelmed by the many good gifts of God. And in gratitude to all that he's given us, we give back. You know, churches can be criticized for having giving campaigns or for asking people to tithe. But asking people to tithe is asking people to take part in this great worship of generosity, giving back to the Lord. And you're entrusting the church to then use that money for the good of those who are in need, to make sure that the work of the church continues and that the needs of the community are met. I don't know if you tithe, but I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to make tithing a regular part of your worship before the Lord. You see, we give out of a, a gratitude for all that God has given us. You don't need to purchase grace. It's already been given. You don't need to worry about keeping the church afloat. The Lord keeps the doors open. He meets the need, but he might meet the need through you. Don't give out of generation, out of desperation, excuse me. Give out of joy. 
Give out of love to the Lord for all that he's given us and give generously. They gave a tithe here, but notice the overwhelming giving that was taking place. Could you imagine what would happen if a spirit of generosity took took over here at Goodwill Church? If there was never a need for another giving campaign because people regularly gave out of out of all that the Lord has given them, they give back to the Lord. I know times are tough. Inflation is still inflation. Prices are still high. But think of all the things God has given you. And think of ways that you can give back gener- generously. Perhaps you, you don't have any financial gift to give, but maybe you have some time. Maybe you can give in prayer. But consider how you might give to the work of the church of Jesus Christ, because we then do the work of sharing the gospel, proclaiming the good news, of equipping you to be the couriers of the gospel into your world. And so I encourage you to prayerfully consider giving this weekend. What does it look like to generously be a part of the work of God through his church? Let's pray together. God, we pray for a spirit of generosity to grow and multiply quickly through Goodwill Church. I thank you for those who already give generously, to those who have taken hold of this principle of gratitude, where your generosity is is responded to by our generosity. I pray for those who don't tithe, who maybe don't think that they can. I pray that you would show them that they are able to. I pray that you would be with those who feel like they don't need to tithe. I, think, I pray that you would show them that it is an important act of worship. And Lord, would we together give to your work for your kingdom's sake, that the gospel might be proclaimed throughout our neighborhoods and communities, that needs would be met, that the kingdom would be brought near. We love you. Let me pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me today. We'll finish the week tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.